Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, New York Giant fans? It's Patricia Trainer here, host of the Locked On Giants podcast. Welcome to another all-new edition of the show. It is Monday, the 19th of April. We are less than two weeks away from the NFL draft. We will get all our answers in less than two weeks. Can you believe it? I mean, time has just absolutely flown by and uh, the excitement's building. Can't wait to see what the Giants do in this draft. Can't wait to see what moves are made at the top of the draft order, if any. Um, just so many storylines that are coming down the pipe. But anyway, we're going to have a busy week here on the Locked on Giants podcast. On today's show, we are going to do best fits. That's right. We're going to talk about best fits for the Giants. We're going to do day one, day two, and day three. And I'm going to break them down and I'll explain in just a bit how we will break them down. But first, I want to give you a heads up on some programming that we have scheduled for this week. We're going to have Jordan Reed of the Draft Network. He's going to come on the program with me and will be on with me on Tuesday. Tony Pauline, a lot of you guys and, and gals know Tony Pauline, who's a NFL Draft Insider. He's going to be on the show with me on Wednesday. And then I'm working to get a couple of guests for Thursday and Friday. Actually, for Thursday or Friday, I was thinking about bringing back the Twitter mailbag. We haven't done one here on the podcast in, in quite some time. And I know sometimes I still get some some uh, questions for Twitter Tuesday. And I've been putting them over on Giants Country in the mailbag there. So you know what? Let's set aside a day. Let's do a pre-draft Twitter Q&A. And um, if we get enough uh, questions, maybe I'll even turn it into a live Q&A or something like that, you know, where you'll actually get to see me answering the questions. So you'll get to see me with the quizzical looks on my face and whatnot. So let's plan that for Friday. If you have a question you want to send in, send those to LockedOnGiantsPodcast at gmail.com. This way I know they are specifically for the podcast, not for Giants Country's mailbag. So uh, you could do that or you can send them to um, my Twitter account at P, uh, I'm sorry, at Patricia underscore Traina. Tag them, ask P Train, but please make sure you say that they're for the podcast because if you don't mention that, then I'm going to think they're for the mailbag. So we'll do that for Friday. That'll be our tentative plan. And if we don't get enough, then I'll just carry it over to next week or something like that. So, all right, now. Let me explain real quick how I came up with the list of what I call ideal fits for the New York Giants. So I'm going to break them down day one, day two, day three. Over the weekend, we at Inside Football, Inside Football is a Giants publication that I publish and own. Um, We have, you know, quite a few subscribers to that publication. It's a Giants only publication, no frills. And what we have done is uh, we had um, one of our draft analysts 
evaluate over 150 prospects for that issue. It's a 12-page issue. There's no pictures or any kind of ads or fillers or like that. It's just alt text, cover to cover, New York Giants. And we had um, this gentleman, Bob Folger, who's a really, really good X's and O's guy, uh, break down different film of, of the different prospects. He's been working on this now for several months. And he really sh- did a good job shedding some light into who some of the popular names are who maybe aren't as good of a fit and explaining why they're not a fit at- versus some of the less popular popular names that are a fit. So basically, he, he did some thinking like a-, a coach or a GM would. And he put together um, this extensive draft profile their thumbnails they're not long scouting reports but they tell you what they need to know if anybody is interested in in uh, getting a copy of this by the way it is available for sale just drop an email to admin admin at insightfootball.com and we'll get you the details on how to get it you know we we do ask for you know a, a monetary donation of um, I think it's like $7 for this one, but it's it's really chock full of information. And I think you would like it. But anyway, I'm going to give you seven fits from that particular issue. All right. And uh, we're going to start off with day one. And I will uh, give you the reasons why they're fits. All right. So day one, pick number 11, edge Greg Rousseau from Miami. Now, before anybody says anything, number 11 is probably a little too high for Rousseau. We think more he's more of a, you know, down in the later teens, maybe early 20 type of pick. Obviously, this would necessitate a trade down for the Giants for it to be ideal value. But here's why uh, Rousseau is a good fit for the Giants and what they do, according to Inside Football's uh, Bob Folger. Um, he's a guy who can make plays both in space and inside. And um, 15 and a half of his sacks came line up inside. So he's a versatile pass rusher. Think almost like a Justin Tuck. If you remember Justin Tuck when he was here, he did a lot of his work inside, his pass rushing work inside a defensive tackle and was able to really push the pocket and get inside. So that's what um, one of the, the things that when I hear Greg Rousseau's name and, and read the scouting report, that's what it, he reminds me of, or that's who he reminds me of. Um, when you put Rousseau on the edge, he does a good job finding the ball. Um, just and, and he just really breaks down and contain like, like um, the Giants have shown they want their edge players to play it. Uh, Rousseau is 6'6", 260 pounds, so he's a prototypical type of edge. Has long arms, you know, so that's going to help him in batting passes down. Um, now, is he powerful enough for the next level? Not quite there yet, but there's certainly room to grow. There's also room for him to add some more, um, some more bulk and some more strength to his body, as is going to be the case with any NFL draft prospects. But, you know, if you're talking flexibility, if you're talking agility, if you're talking speed and quickness, he's got that. And he's a guy who could be either a 4-3 DE or a 3-4 
outside linebacker. But again, the question the Giants need to answer with him, is he worth the 11th overall pick? We don't think he is, but, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So we'll see if the Giants think he is, assuming that they go edge rusher in the first round of the draft. All right, folks, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trainers. Stay with us when we come back. I've got three day two picks that uh, that we find to be a fit amongst many other fits. So stay with us. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just do a search for the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and is fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, regardless of the sport or the major event. Bet online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, offering real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you enter the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your sportsbook experts. Welcome back, New York Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and we are doing the best fits episode here on the Locked On Giants podcast. Instead of a traditional mock draft Monday, just something a little different to start your week off. And it's going to be, like I said before, a very busy week filled with a lot of guests, a lot of opinions. And just also we have Dave Gettleman. I forgot to mention that in the first segment, but Dave Gettleman is going to be speaking to the media on Tuesday. So I'm sure we will have some of that in the show as well. So uh before we go ahead and resume with day two of our FITS podcast here, I uh, just want to tell you that the Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live day one draft coverage. It's going to be awesome, folks. Can't wait. All right. We are doing a best 
Dates podcast today on the Lockdown Giants podcast. And let's take a look at day two. These are some uh, three prospects that uh, we had inside football. Bob Folger, uh, our draft analyst this year, identified as as ideal fits for the New York Giants. So let's kick it off with a guy I really like. If the Giants don't take, you know, an edge rusher or defender in round one, um, Tulsa Zavian. Zaven Collins, a linebacker, who is the Nagurski and, and Bedniark award winner, really a big linebacker who plays with instincts, has a good burst, good closing speed, and who is pretty good in coverage. Um, so he kind of does it all. You know, you, I wouldn't say he's quite like a Luke Keekley type, but, you know, when you look for a linebacker, if you can find a guy who looks as comfortable dropping into coverage as he does you know, coming downhill, you got to give some serious thought to that guy because, you know, they're just so rare. Now, um, in terms of, uh, in terms of his size, you know, not the biggest guy, um, and, and he does need to ramp up a little bit and, uh, doesn't quite have the quick twitch that, you know, you would like to see in a linebacker, but, um, you know what we think, at Inside Football, that if he's there in the second round and the Giants haven't gone linebacker, take a look at this kid. You know, maybe get him in here and, and have him be an inside linebacker for you um, where he's probably going to be a better fit. I know the Giants are kind of stacked at inside linebacker. They have Tay Crowder. Uh, they have um, Carter Coughlin who can play inside. Uh, TJ Brunson who can play inside. In addition to Blake Martinez, let's not forget about him. Um, and they, you know, I, they just signed uh, Reggie Ragland. But you know, get get start building for the future. And if this guy is here, then I, you know, I wouldn't object if they brought him in. I mean, I, I see some value in, in that pick, and I think it would be a good pick at that spot. All right, receiver. Let's talk receiver. Now, this is a guy that um, is just the prototypical perfect fit for the Giants offense. Six foot three, 210 pounds. LSU's Terrace Marshall, who is a really good uh, possession type of receiver who, you know, has enough deep speed, not really explosive, but um, he plays a physical game. He's pretty reliable downfield and he does pretty well against the contested catches. Usually we'll come down with them. Um, if there's one thing that he maybe isn't as up on in his game, and that is his blocking, he's not quite as physical, but you know, it's, it, that's something that, you know, that can be coached, that can be learned. I'm not too concerned about that, obviously. And oh, by the way, six foot three, 210 pounds, like I mentioned, red zone threat. Can you have too many red zone threats? I don't think so, especially when you're talking about an offense last year that couldn't score worth a lick. So if Marshall is there in round two and the Giants haven't opted for a receiver in the first round, I say pounce on him. You know, um, you could make the argument, oh, the Giants have enough at receiver, but I, I think that, um, you can never have too many receivers. This is a passing league. You do have injuries. And I made this point on Giants country. I, I, I wrote about how, 
you know, Sterling Shepard has had two straight years of missing time due to injury. Kenny Galladay is coming off of an injury. And I found it interesting, by the way, that Kenny Galladay has a, um, a per game roster bonus in the first year of his contract, which to me is, you know, added incentive to get on the field, I guess, in, in case, you know, he's still hurting from his injury last year. So I just found that very interesting. And, you know, John Ross obviously is in, in the mix. Darius Slayton will be in the mix. But receivers get banged up. So I I just, you know, this whole notion of, oh, you know, how many receivers is too many? I don't think he can have too many, quite honestly. So I would be happy with Terrace Marshall on uh, day two. All right, going back to defense. This is a guy I don't think I've seen mocked to the Giants or mentioned in association with the Giants, but somebody um, who um, is versatile. Again, the key word is versatility for the Giant draft picks, and this guy certainly um, would be a good fit in that regard. He is linebacker Cam McGrone out of Michigan who played inside linebacker. He was a space guy um, with really impressive open field speed, uh, good sideline to sideline range, coverage, a guy who was who, who looked like he was shot out of a cannon when asked to blitz. He's uh six foot one, two hundred thirty pounds, so he's you know, not really a guy you want to send between the tackles, but maybe coming, you know, uh, off the offside. The off the edge, he might be, um, you know, give them some firepower in the pass rush. And of course, again, the coverage skills is so important. You know, interestingly enough, um, when you think of linebackers in today's game, gone are the days of the big, bulky linebackers. You know, nowadays the NFL teams tend to go for more athletic, smaller type, sleeker type models, if you will. And uh, McGrone would certainly fit that that prototype um, if that is what the Giants deem as ne- being a need. So um, there you have it. Three solid picks for day two. Zayvon Collins of Tulsa, LSU receiver Terrace Marshall, and Michigan linebacker Cam McGrone. Who do we like for day three? Well, stick around, folks. We'll have the answer for that right after these messages. Hey, Giant fans, if you haven't tried the all-new Built Bar, you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut-free varieties, which is sure to appease any taste. And can I take a moment to tell you about their new Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar? Folks, this is by far my favorite of Built Bar's selection and a perfect way for me to swap out a meal or if my day is particularly busy and I need a quick bite, tide me over until my next meal. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar. Except you're not. You're indulging in a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com today and use the special promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Traina, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 
plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Segment 3 of Locked On Giants. My name is Patricia Trena, and we are doing a Best Fits episode here on the Locked On Giants podcast. Hope you are enjoying it. And earlier, I spoke about the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. So let me give you some details on that, because this is really, really an amazing collaborative effort here at the Lock On NFL Network. Today through the 26th, you can listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey. And it features analysis from NFL experts like Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger. Yes, Baldy's breakdown himself. Our local experts for every team are making trades and picking the next stars of their team. You can search for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you most. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Check it out, folks. All right, let's get back to day three picks, best fits for the New York Giants. Again, these picks are from Inside Football, the publication that I write for, that I own, publish. Um, And if you want information on how to get Inside Football's draft issue, it is available in a PDF format. Just drop a letter or an email, I should say, to admin at insidefootball.com. Tell them that you're interested in it and we will tell you how you can get your very own copy. All right, so let's now move to day three of the NFL draft. And uh, who out of the over 150 prospects that we at Inside Football evaluated did we feel would be ideal fits? for the New York Giants. Well, let's kick it off with an offensive lineman, Dylan Raddunz from North Dakota State, uh, 6'6", 305 pounds. He's a guy who has tools. He's, you know, kind of on the lean side, so he's probably a year away, a developmental project, but he's got the tools to develop we think into a solid offensive lineman and you know the the thing about offensive line remember Dave Gettleman spoke about liking what he has but that doesn't mean he's not going to add to what he has I I think it would behoove him actually to add to his cash at offensive line and as I've said before the reason for that is if you look at the depth on the offensive line Nate Solder Will Hernandez, uh, Jonathan Harrison, and Zach Fulton. That's four guys right there who are only signed through 2021. And you just, you don't want to find yourself in a position where, you know, the year ends and you don't have depth in the pipeline that's worth developing. So a guy like Reddins might be a worthwhile pickup. He he has a, a good taste for run blocking, which is key. Um, he needs work at pass blocking. You know, usually with offensive linemen, they're usually good at one or the other. Most times it's run blocking because they're moving forward as opposed to pass blocking when they're in retreat. 
But, um, you know, the problem with uh, Redon's and, and pass blocking is the level of competition. You know, he's faced smaller competition at North Dakota State. So he's got to obviously come up to snuff and work against some of the bigger boys that he would face in the NFL. But, um, look, this kid has uh, good feet. Um he has potential to maybe move inside to guard. I don't know if he's necessarily a long-term tackle at the NFL level, but certainly as a guard, he he has um, you know some bulk that he can, I think, swallow up some of these bigger guys that he's going to face at some point down the line in the NFL. So he's a guy that we like in day number three. Going back to receiver, another guy we like in day three is Memphis receiver DeMonte Coxie. He's six foot three, 200 pounds, and he has hands like flypaper, folks. Very rarely drops passes. Um, not particularly the quickest of foot. Um, doesn't have that deep speed that you'd like to see in a top receiver, but, um, you know, he does have good body control. He's not afraid to go over the middle. He he does a good job fighting off the jam. Um, he's a physical guy. And we just think he, he would be a fit for the Giants offense. A guy who, you know, is going to have to fight off jams. A guy who, you know, is going to have to be fearless going over the middle. So he's a guy we like. And we like the fact that, you know, the hands are reliable for the most part. So, um, you know, that's important as well. You don't want a guy who's dropping passes left and right. All right, another pick. Let's go back to offensive line. Illinois offensive lineman Kendrick Green, who is a converted defensive lineman. Um, I think he made the conversion, I want to say his first year or second year of college. So he's not really, you know, as experienced at the position. He plays guard, by the way. But, he uh, he shows a lot of promise and has a lot of tools. It's just like, again, any offensive lineman just needs some refinement, some coaching. Um, he might be more of a fit at center than guard, uh, given how he's built. Um, has great power, great mobility. Um, but the technique is really, really choppy, and that's going to need some some. A lot of polish, I should say, um, as is um, his reaction time. So get him some experience, you know, some practice reps, see what where it goes. But uh, certainly an intriguing player who maybe has a future at center in addition to playing guard. So, you know, you want your offensive lineman, obviously, to be able to play at both spots uh, along the interior line if you're going to go uh, interior offensive lineman. And, um, you know, Green has that ability, you know, just needs to, needs the experience in the coaching. All right couple more we have for you. Let's go tight end. Now, uh, it's interesting. Those of you who have followed my mock, mock drafts know that I have always mocked Pat Fryermuth to the Giants in the second round. I don't think they're going to go tight end that high. I would be really surprised if they go that high. So that means Fryermuth, who, by the way, was not determined to be the most ideal fit by Inside Football's Bob Folger, um, so he, a guy that he did identify as a potential fit just so happens to be one of those rare types who has a taste for blocking. It's interesting because a lot of tight ends in college um, 
Some of them just don't have the stomach to do it. They just fancy themselves as glorified receivers. But this prospect does. He is Boise State tight end John Bates, 6'6", 255 pounds. So he's perfect size to play in line, uh, a fifth-year senior. He has good speed, um, can get up the seam, um, has quickness in his feet to square off routes and stuff. But again, the strength of his game is his blocking. Um, tall tight end, uh, really a, can be an asset in line blocking. And if you consider that, you know, Levine Toilolo is only signed through this year, if he even sticks around on the roster, you know, it, it, it would help the Giants if they come up with another guy who, who can just block like, you know, a brick wall. And, and Bates seems to be a guy, a day three prospect that could be had, um, and a guy who can maybe get that done for them if they need it down the line. All right, our final uh, fit, and this is a guy that if you listen to the uh, the show last week with David Turner, he who I had on on Friday, uh, this is a guy David Turner had in his mock draft, and it's Florida interior defensive lineman to Daryl Slayton, and uh, Slayton is six six, three hundred fifty five pounds. Um, a, a stout run defender between the tackle, uh, and, and, and a pretty good swim move. He has a, a good swim move, um, when it, when, uh, rushing on, on, on a passing down. Good athleticism, can p- collapse, uh, the pocket by himself, and is a load to handle up front, one on one. So, um, you know, he's a guy who I, I think his stock is actually rising. Um, he's a guy who could pop probably even go on day two, but I think the concern with him or one of the concerns with him was, you know, making sure he doesn't let his weight get away from him. Um, but certainly if you're looking for a big body type of guy to plug up the middle, he would be your guy. I mean, he would be an ideal fit, I think, for the Giants on the interior. So, um, you know, and, and again, you look at the, at the depth there, you know, Austin Johnson, Danny Shelton, B.J. Hill, all guys who are only signed through this year. So you have to start thinking in terms of building up the future debt rather than just waiting for it to all, you know, go away and not having anybody to fill in those spots. So, um, yeah, Slayton's a guy I would keep an eye on, too. I've seen him mock to the Giants in a couple of other drafts in addition to the one that David Turner did for us on Friday. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if he has... Um, the Giants, you know, Giants prospect written all over him, if the Giants agree. All right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked On Giants podcast. Hope you enjoyed this Fitz episode. And uh, again, please make sure you tune in the rest of the week. Again, Dave Gettleman will be uh, talking to the media on Tuesday. So we'll have that show probably for you on Wednesday, you know, like a recap show. But for tomorrow, we're going to have uh, Jordan Reed of the Giraffe Network, Tony Pauline. Uh, that show will probably air on Thursday. And then on Friday, again, my hope is that we have a, uh, a Q&A because we haven't done it in a while. So if you want to get your question in, again, send it to Locked on Giants Podcast at gmail.com. Or tag them, ask P-Train, tweet 
uh, at Patricia underscore Trina and make sure you mention that your question is for the podcast and not for the Giants Country Mailbag. All right, folks. So until tomorrow, have a great one and we will talk again soon.